2: So, to Team Puerto Rico, they had, yeah. they announced uh, Travis Pastrana, right. Ryan Sipes, and Ronnie Mack. And I said last week, but Ronnie Mack is a fictional character right. who is, I mean, it's obviously- so how's that going to work? Jimmy Robertson's uh, alter
3: ego. Alter ego. Right.
2: Okay, so how's that going to work? I guess they didn't think about that either. No. So, now, their replacement, none other than your Kevin favorite k- racer, besides k- me.
3: k <laughs> Dub. Kevin Wyndham. Yep. Is this okay, Doug. It,
1: initially it was kind of a joke? Okay, and that's I, what I've what I got out of the whole thing. And I think kind so. of a joke. And now people are putting a little serious. bit of pressure on them to be serious about it. And that team actually stands a good chance of placing. Yeah, uh, for the first.
3: Well, I don't know for the first time, but for the first time in a long time. They have a legitimate shot because now nah, you guys
2: are crazy. Remember Alex Martin race for Team Puerto Rico? Yeah. There was legitimate racers, not not washed up freestylers, and, and the guy that lives on his farm now with his kids. Oh come on! Okay, hold on. The, hey, they may hold, be the best ever, but they they are not current
3: racers. You've got no. But and you watched Pastrana from a very very early age race. We ain't jumping Indians, Roman. I'm not saying this. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's got talent on a bike. No it, doubt. No doubt. Kevin Windham probably the smoothest style. The best ever. Most effortless style I've ever seen. My favorite racer ever. In
1: a dang fine interview. And and
3: Travis too. And he's he's just an awesome guy. Sipes un- unbelievable talent. Same thing. We get that. Multi-level, multi-faceted talent on who, a dirt bike. Who's who does better, Sipes or Kevin Windham? Oh boy. Uh-huh.
2: Kevin owns a couple gyms. I don't mean he's in there every day.
3: You've yeah, well, to you get to Sipes
0: on that one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. probably
3: would say Sipes just because he's been racing and he's current. He's active. Yes. And, Talk about the format of the event. And don't so forget, how, young. The all three guys They're, are they all out there at the same time? Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Two guys are out there at the same time.
2: Right, right, right. And okay. they, so they they uh, they take the combined score. Obviously, there, there's one guy on a 250. There's one guy on a 450, and then there's one guy on an open bike, which is a 450. Okay. So
3: it's two guys on a 450. Uh, Who they say is going to ride? Sipes, ride the 250, I assume? There. Well, right now, Sipes and uh, Pastrana are both going to ride two strokes. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah, they're riding 250. However, two are they KTMs? or
3: No. Well, Pastrana will probably ride a, a, a Suzuki. Of course, he'll be on an Arm 250. Yeah. S- uh, Sipes will be on a Husker Varna. Now, Kevin has said. I'm not going to race a two-stroke. He's going to race a four Honda 450. Okay. So I'm sure he'll be riding a 2019 brand new. I'm going
2: to roll my my opinion back of Sipes being faster than Wyndham. I'm not going to bet against K Dub. But
3: and, and I, if and it, if any of those guys probably rides the in the 250 class, not the MX one or the or the open, I would say Price Sipes is on the. Yeah, yeah. That's he'll well. Probably be in the two fifty class just because I would think he would be the guy since he's done it so he much was, recently. He was
2: the best most accomplished lights class two fifty rider of all of them. Yes. So um yeah, interesting though. It's it's been an interesting I, I you know, I and before we, we move on, I think that it'd be a neat opportunity for Team Puerto Rico, that country or excuse me, that that yeah, that country. Essentially. Essentially has Puerto Rico's has had a pretty nasty hit with that hurricane. So It'd, It'd be, be good need. press for them.
0: Yeah. Be, well, and, and, it, and, and, it, and something to buoy the spirits.
3: Well, I'm thinking maybe something to... Raise some money. Yes. Uh, maybe help promote uh, and get them back Tourism. into the... Turning the lights back on, yeah, maybe? You know, because they're have still people without power. That, I know. You know, um, um, you know, and it just it boggles my mind that we here in the U.S. can have... So much, and yet those people down there can still, after all this time, have so little. What do you mean by
1: those people? I
3: mean <laughs> those people. Those
0: people living in Puerto Rico.
3: Oh, so, the Puerto Rican And not, hey, they're not all Puerto Ricans that live there. There's a lot of Americans that live there. Like my and, buddy Franklin. Are you know, called an
0: expat if you go to Puerto Rico, or are you still just an American in America? Yeah,
3: American in paradise, essentially. You know, okay, but so uh, anyway moving forward scott you you asked who gets did. the right,
1: last the, the question the the, the yosh ride to me um it comes down to a short list and perhaps you have the same list tony that that i have hayden gillum has got to be in the conversation jd beach jake lewis uh valentine uh matthew schultz from from south uh, africa Skultz. kyle part pardon yep, me yep, yep. Uh, kyle wyman kyle wyman this is the short list of, jake lewis. of, the, of the short list okay of the short list uh, who rises above? Let's start with PJ. Uh,
0: they're they're all up there, and I'm not even going to pick a uh, the national favorite from our be it 600 or absolutely proven themselves in our superstar classes. Other international names are being thrown around. Valentin Beast is riding here, but right. he's an international rider. It may just be internet speculation, but Marco Melandri's name is wow. being thrown around. I, I think- don't know that there's any valid uh, any valid <laughs> comment about that being anything that could possibly happen.
1: Agent but boy, it'd be
0: minute. it'd be interesting to see if it did then you'd be talking about like Elias and Milandri on the same <laughs> Yoshimura team, and Elias has done nothing but amaze everyone in the class. There's been a few
2: fairly legit internet rumblings of a few World Superbike guys and MotoGP riders I in that seat. You talked about Marco, there's, right. who's a soon-to-be ex-Ducati factory World Superbike rider. Um, there's there's other guys though that that uh, could. Could possibly fill that seat. So, does Yosh team promote from within the current Moto America paddock and That's give a rider a chance to further their career and hopefully advance to the world stage, or does the Yosh team draft in a rider such as a Milandre, World Superbike Moto GP race winner, as well as the
1: what two thousand two?
2: Yeah, he won the two fifty GP World Championship, which could bring some more international attention to the Moto America series and ultimately more attention on its riders, which which could help them make the jump to the world stage.
3: I think there's, there's, uh, it could go both ways as an advantage for the team. But do they pull an older guy like Melandry in for a limited time? For a limited time. Mm -hmm. You know, do they do? do, Tony
0: Elias is right there. You use the example of Tony Elias.
3: Yeah, I know. But they already have Elias on the team. So why wouldn't you not pull in a young guy and let him learn? And let him learn from Elias, build him up as a product. Right. And and give him that structure and that opportunity to prove, hey, look.
2: Because Suzuki's tired of Yamaha getting all those titles over and over (laughs) and over. (laughs) And And and
0: Elias has won it. I get that. But Uh, but Yamaha has. Bobie is currently, yes, just. Yamaha has kicked their butts for a couple years now. It's been a while.
2: Yeah. It's been a while. And and Suzuki, you know, Yoshimura Suzuki, such an iconic historic Dang, team.
3: They gotta do something to turn they, it
2: around. They they I mean that Don Sakakura has got to be ready to win some titles, right?
3: You would hope so. No
0: question about it. Uh I mean, it wasn't that long ago Elias won it, so it's been two years. It's not that long.
2: But 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 prior to that. Yeah, Yamaha has had that title so many times.
0: Yep, since Ben Spies left, you had the you had the yeah. and Spies dynasty, and since then it's and been. And when predominantly was that? Spies won World Superbike in 09. so the last Yosh title under those guys was 08. and you know Spies and Maladen had all of
1: them for like six years in a row, nearly the, a decade. The, you're talking the, about. The argument yep. for Tony Elias, though, would be this. Ready for it? You remember what he did? Um, for the series when he came on board it was a brand new level i mean he really raised all ships and 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 if that's what it takes why not and does he deserve to be rewarded for a career well well raised i think so absolutely it's going to
0: be interesting to see and it comes down to the guys at yoshimura the team managers the the guys writing the checks and the riders managers that they talk to they're going to be the
1: ones that what's, work out what's that out. job worth what, what what kind of paycheck is that rider going to gosh it's
0: that is a really good question scott i think the the climate in american road racing right now is yes if you're on the yosh or the yamaha teams you're getting a real professional rider's salary to say nothing of your sponsors but, but there's not a lot of guys that are but
2: it's not a seven figure deal. i
0: don't i can't imagine it is no no i would be surprised if someone told me it was right
2: And I agree with that, and I think, you know, I would imagine a lot of these contracts, and you know, we should, I know what motocross racers make, I know what a lot of them make, just because of my experience when I was involved with that, and and I'm still in contact with a lot of those guys. Road racers, I, I don't really know, and I probably should research that a little bit, but... Uh, it's definitely not what you, it's not a seven figure. No, In, not and a lot really.
0: of
3: them are performance based. And yeah. right
0: now, realistically, we're talking about two teams that are paying guys. Everybody else, their sponsors are paying them. Right. Well, you know who's or paying us or their personal
3: sponsors. Our Moto, exactly. Moto America is yeah. paying
1: Tony. Though. I want to thank all of our great sponsors that uh, have been with us throughout the year. Appreciate that. Uh, for our front porch media people, that. Uh, well, they take care of us here at Pit Pass each and every week. Appreciate that. want to thank Jake Johnson, Rory O'Neill, Josh Strang, Michael Aloya, and uh, Max Gerst. An interesting conversation to wrap up the program. Hope you enjoyed it. For Jack DeLeon, Leanne DeLeon, for, uh, let's see, P.J. Duran, Roman Avila, Tony Wankett, Coolin Camp, I'm Scott Casper speaking. Thanks and a big shout-out to Christopher Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson. This has been another edition of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Have a good one, everybody. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me.
0: Are you listening to me?
1: Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited.